everyone, and welcome to today's show. We have two very special guests on today. Um, my name is Kate Stallings, owner of Kate Creative Media. We do web design and online marketing. And my first guest here today is Greg. And Greg, you have a very special background. That, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, about how you got into racing, and about the new company? Uh, Kate, many years ago, I got involved in racing uh, through my dad. Um, he uh, had some special events uh, in the Modified Series, which is a big part of what we're going to be talking about today and why we are here today. But uh, yeah, I got involved with him uh, back in uh, 1988 where we uh, started a NASCAR Winston Cup team, mm -hmm. uh, brought uh, driver Kenny Bouchard down and won the Rookie of the Year. Uh, he made me a team manager of that operation. Uh, we went on to acquire Purolator Oil Filters as a sponsor with driver Derek Cope. And went on to win the 1990 Daytona 500. Wow. Also the Budweiser 500. So after that, I started to uh, get involved more in the marketing end of it. Um, wanted to bring in new sponsorship, new ways of uh, racing um, to the New England area. Mm -hmm. And started dibbling with it in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. And, uh, you know, to make a long story short, here we are today trying to work on uh, building modified racing series uh to um, bring in new types of sponsors, new sponsors, mm -hmm. and a very special program that I'm putting together for my dad. Yes. Um, he uh, did a lot for racing in the local area. Uh, for decades, had a race called the Whitcomb 100 mm -hmm. um, at Monadnock Speedway, mm -hmm. and uh, through the 70s, 80s, and into the 90s. In 2012, we brought the race back as a Whitcomb 200, and uh, something I've always wanted to do was bring back something in a tribute-style fashion uh, for my father. And in probably June of this year, I met up with uh, Bill Duquette and uh, Jack Bateman, started talking to them about some ideas that I had. And uh, in October, we got together, put it on paper, and started looking for sponsorships. And uh, has brought us to a pretty special announcement today. And you can introduce our guests from the Modified Racing Series. And, yes, uh, and, and, I, and I want to just say I think that's a great way to honor your dad as well. And, and without further ado, I, we have uh, Bill here from the Modified Racing Series. you want to introduce yourself a little bit and say hi to the folks back at home? Um, I started with the Modified Racing Series as a crew member in 2005 to what we ended up winning the Rookie of the Year that year in the Modified Racing Series. And... Went on to become friends and uh, crew member and eventually crew chief to Jack Bateman, who founded the series in 2004. Mm -hmm. And then it became the True Value Modified Racing Series for, I do believe it was a five-year stint as mm. a True Value Modifieds. Then we went for almost 10 years with the uh, Volante Auto Malls as our primary sponsor for years. The series grew a lot during those years. Um, we've had a few setbacks in recent years with the introduction of some other competitive series that have kind of have made us go back and look for a different path and come back up through. Hmm. And for people who are new to racing and maybe they have family that's involved in racing or watches races, 
what is what really is the modified racing series or movie? How does it kind of differ from other things that people might think of when they think of racing? We're basically a short track series. Um, we're it was founded on the premise. It was founded by Jack and several drivers after both Monadnock Speedway and Claremont Speedway shut down their modified divisions back in 2003. Mm-hmm. And so in 2004, the guys had no place to race. So it started out, it was basically a tour-style modified, which is a small block series. These cars have somewhere around 600 and 600 to 630 horsepower, um, small block engines in them. We, you know, run Hoosier tires mm-hmm. on New England race fuels. Um, they're like a tour modified, but we don't have all the expense. We're basically there for the guys that come from their Saturday night local short tracks running that want to start doing a little touring and try different tracks. Mm. And kind of what's your background? Obviously, you, you know much about racing, but what was your background before 2004, before you, before this even was, a, uh, was around? I've always been a, interested in racing since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a general contractor by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I got hooked on the Modifieds the first time I ever saw them run years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from there, you just were... From there, it's grown. Yeah. To the day, you know, I stopped being a fan and I always sat in the grandstands one day and said, I don't want to be on this side. I want to be over there. You want to be over there. He wanted to be in there. I think you can relate to that. I think, well, your background too was you were, you were kind of behind the scenes as well. I was behind the scenes. Uh, we came, uh, our family came out of the construction uh, supply business, concrete and everything. Mm-hmm. And when my dad sold that, I was in college and he came calling on my door to say, we're going racing. So... The rest was Which history. is not what every dad says. So no. that's, that's a pretty cool thing. It was. And we didn't just go racing. We went racing. So, yeah. That's that's awesome. And I really, uh, wh- where do you guys find these, these racers, people to, um, you know, certain drivers? Wh- where do you find them? I mean, I just through online? Is it through certain people? Mostly they have seen the series run. Yeah. And they're just looking to step up from their... Instead of going to their local Saturday night track, they said, well, I want to tour a little bit. So I want mm. to go to this track this Saturday night and follow the series. A lot of the guys chase the points and season championships that mm-hmm. way. Um, that's pretty much, they all come out of the short tracks. They've mm-hmm. seen us run. We have guys that come from Canada down to race with us. We have guys from New York that have been out to race with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, you know, even the guys that run on the big tour modified shows if they're not on the or weekly event there a lot of times they'll show up and run with us as well well and how often do they run again do they do a race and then come back usually or yeah usually yeah. most of the guys we probably have 10 to 12 teams that follow us consistently week wow. to week that must be a lot of gas you're gonna need for those huh yeah. uh, a lot of gas a lot of tires a lot of gas a lot of tires a lot of noise yeah and and what can people for the first time that people experience a racetrack uh what what do they you know with like um with polo you have stomping of the divots you have some kind of subculture in there that people experience or with baseball you know you get a you know you're standing up at the seventh inning for the for the stretch is there anything with racing that's kind of a a fun little, or with football, kind of a, you know, pre-gaming and, and doing a grill out by the parking lot. Is there anything in particular that, with racing, that you, people can find there for, for culture that maybe kind of gets people more into into racing? 
And a lot of racing is a lot of family mm. background, you know, people that have gone for years. Um, you know, there's nothing like the thunder of 24 of these big block, our small block Chevys. I mean, we don't run much for a muffler. Mm -hmm. That's why they call us, you know, the rolling thunder. Mm -hmm. Because when they all take off at the same time, you can actually f feel the engines there's nothing in the like grandstand. There's nothing like it. That's I. Uh, I'm I'm planning to uh, to go to to one soon, so I'm I'm excited to experience that. I I think more people should because it's uh, it's just something else that people don't usually talk about as often. So um, good and, family entertainment. Yes. Um, and has the process changed in terms of uh, drivers at all? Has that changed getting drivers or interesting drivers to to um, race at the track? Has that changed at all during COVID, or has any of the process really changed, or has things been a little more quiet? Things were very quiet last yeah. summer. I mean, the COVID definitely had an effect on all of us. Mm. Um, I will say that it was probably one of the race events were probably the best attended last summer because one of the few things that opened up last summer for gatherings. Mm. Even though we were at 25% capacities, I saw a lot of people mm -hmm. um, in the grandstands, in the pit areas. The pit areas were packed. Yeah, They were absolutely packed. Because they didn't restrict the pit areas to the amount of people could be in the pits. Mm. They only restricted the grandstands. So you found the pit areas where people were ready to get out. Mm. I think people are ready to get out. And, and they're going to... Now, good thing with uh, racing is that you can go out there and you don't have to be under a certain, I think, a strict of a guideline for, for space. In I mean, it's... Outdoors, I, I don't... I can't speak to the guidelines, you know, state by state. But, you know, I would assume that it's... You know, you're lucky it's not indoors right it's not a football stadium so it's a lot of fresh air a lot of vitamin d from the sun usually when you're out there uh, well that takes care of pretty much i think like i i tell people mm -hmm. last summer i attended several events that were very crowded i would say mask wearing was not as it should have been mm -hmm. according to those in power mm -hmm. but i didn't hear of anybody any big Things coming out of it, and I swear it was because everybody's out in the sunshine, that and the fresh old, air, that good old vitamin D, vitamin D, and sunshine and fresh air. Well, hopefully this will help the the series though to help get people to the track and it's outdoors. I think people have been wanting to do something fun and more family family oriented, which is the and, outdoor events where it's at right now. Yep, yep. get people outside back outside. And so, what do you guys do to help kind of the entertainment or the excitement before a race, uh, during a race? I'm sure that's not hard. But then after the race, is there any kind of excitement of you know, um, you know, getting uh, the information out of you know who's racing and and you know the stats and how how do people find that information? Do they go to your website to to see who's racing? They they should, mm -hmm. and I will be the first to admit we're working on getting our getting more. Um, information into our website and having it be more. I mean, that's one of the things I started reaching for because I came on as a general manager mm -hmm. um, in 2000, late 2019 mm. as I stepped away from being a crew chief on a race car to help Jack Bateman run the series. And I'm trying to bring a different light because I think we need to bring a different light. Mm -hmm. And exactly what you're asking me is what we need to do to bring a little more excitement before and after the race to really get the fans involved. Right, right. And I think part of it's doing something like these podcasts, 
getting our name out in front of the people, reminding them that we're there every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And is, do you guys do, um, you know, before the show, is there any, um, you know, merchandise that people can buy or um, ticket sales are online or ticket sales are in person? Ticket sales are usually by the track. Mm-hmm. Um it's something that could be done online, but most tracks take care of their own ticket sales okay. when we go there. Um, merchandise is is and going to be available at all events and hopefully be available soon online. Because mm-hmm. I'd like a foam finger. Yep. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> are you a foam finger fan? Uh, no. Yeah, to a point. Are you more of a sign? Uh, I'm more of a sign. You're, yeah. not, the, you're, you're not a yeah, paint the body the kind of guy, up, are yeah. you? Right. No, no. No paint of the body. No people, foot, do, do, do people still foot, do that? Football, keep my shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> do people still do that? Paint paint their shirts? Paint yeah. their... Yeah. No, not, not, not in a race, race racing. That's, no? that's, that's a football gig. That's a football. Yeah. Never gotten yeah, into I agree that. with that. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's not the race fan. The race fan, uh, they they they'll take their shirts off and you know they'll they'll Can't have a few around. beverages, but yeah, they they don't do any pa- they don't do any face painting or body painting. That's the we leave that to the NFL. Yeah. We'll leave that to usually them. if they have got the face painting and body painting, usually security's leading them out because they've had too much beverages. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, right. That's uh, we I... don't have a lot of those issues though with the with the racing fans. No, 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 no. no. You'd be surprised, but no. So I'll just, really. come, I'll just come with the foam finger. It's too. There's a, it's a lot of family. There's a lot of family at these events, you know, and that's something that that uh, that Bill and I have been talking about is um, getting getting the the families with their kids and the younger generation figure out how to get them back involved with this with the sport, you know, because it is it's a very family driven business, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people that are in, around it. You know they have family that are involved in it, mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a unique sport, mm. very unique. And when you were growing yeah. up, how did your did your friends were they excited about it? Um, when you were when you were kind of behind the scenes, were they like, man, can you get me? I did you? have or? a lot of fr- and and I had a lot of friends of mine that were like, you know, what what, what intrigues you with racing so much? And, mm-hmm. I, and I always just said, it, it's the speed, it's the noise, it's it's the excitement of it. It's actually, I mean, it goes all the way to. To the smell of the of the race fuel, mm. it, it it did as a kid, mm-hmm. and um, I never got involved. I never got interested in driving. I tried it a couple times. My dad had a had a had a car with a local driver and stuff, and and I got in it and I went around my dad knock once, but it, that wasn't what I like to make him go go fast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I got into what I did with my dad with the NASCAR thing, and then I got into really wanting to to build a sport from. From the marketing side, which is a very important side to yeah. to be basing it off of, right. but um, I like the family side, and I like that we can get the younger generation or a newer generation in into this um, with, with a family piece to it. So, you guys are located in New Hampshire. Yes, we are. The we- office is based out of Canaan, New Hampshire. Canaan, New Hampshire, and so where would that, where is that located? Um, more. Middle, uh, northern, northern New Hampshire? Middle north. Middle um, north. Best way to tell people is we're just slightly south of Dartmouth College. Okay. Most people will know where Dartmouth. Do you get a lot of Dartmouth College kids? No. Oh. No. It, it's not usually what no. the kids at Dartmouth want to come see. You, you no. need like although, a the, although the engineering part of it is getting big in the, in the into the uh, racing. How so? So. Well, I mean, it, people are dealing more with, uh, instead of just the setups, like the engineering. I mean, it used to be a lot of aero package. Um, of course, you're not talking with the modifieds that much that mm-hmm. that way, um, but Bill can tell you more with the modifieds of how the uh, the the uh, uh, what do we call it? roll centers. I don't know if they Ch- deal the with all of that stuff. And... Chassis setups, you know, roll centers, the ge- mm-hmm. the, the geometry of a race car, um, 
a lot of that stuff. But with the modifieds, it's 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 more you know setups. Mm. It's more tire staggered. And Bill can tell you more than being a crew chief of one of these things more than I can. And how long were you a crew chief? Almost fifteen years. Wow. So you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. I mean, I started out like Greg. I when I first got into racing, I started out with a mini stock four cylinder. And drove that for a while. And then figured out having my own business, driving a race car probably wasn't the best thing for me. And I put one of my sons in and it progressed from there. Mm -hmm. But like Greg says, I've seen it. I've seen it come full circle. And when I started physically racing in 92, racing was huge. I mean, we watched it peak and come down a little bit. Now is, like Greg said, the kids are... That's what grabbed me when I was a, you know, a kid, was I saw a race car and it just made that connection. Mm-hmm. And I think having the kids involved in some form or fashion, whether it's meeting the drivers or participating in waving the flag or something, that helps because then mom, the kids feel like going, mom mm-hmm. and dad don't feel like they're dragging them there. Mm-hmm. So then you had your own business as well? Yes. As well? Wow. So you, uh, quite the quite the experience on, on everything. And you stay busy in this business. You stay busy in this business. Always. And so where do you see the series kind of going from, from here? Where, where do you see, you know, COVID kind of hit, of course, and people are, I like to say, dying to get back outside. But where do you kind of see the summer and, and fall going? Right now we have seven races on our schedule. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to open up June 5th at Monadnock Speedway, and I think we might as well bring this right in, perfect lead-in to what we're going to announce. Mm-hmm. We're going to welcome Milton Caterpillar onto our sponsorship family. They're going to be participating for the Milton Cat 100 and June 5th, mm-hmm. Monadnock Speedway, for 100 laps of ground-pounding racing. And it will also be the lead-in preliminary qualifier for the race on august 29th which will be the milton cat whitcomb 125 at monadnock speedway well that's really that's exciting that's a great announcement it, it is it's uh <clears throat> it's something that i've been thinking about doing for probably a good five years hmm. um my dad doesn't know <clears throat> exactly what's going on with it but he knows that uh, something's going on because I hit him with it about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I sat down with him and I said, uh, you know, with everything you've done with racing and the community, um, what would you like to see when, let's let's face it, the inevitable comes? Mm-hmm. More of a memorial, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> if anybody knows my dad, he's very humble mm-hmm. um, and doesn't expect anything done back for him. And he hit me with, wow, I'd like to see something like that while I'm still here. Mm-hmm. So I go, how about a tribute? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're starting. And uh, he'll know it when this is announced. Mm-hmm. He knows very little. I've got some input from him of what he'd like to see. And that's what we're trying to put together. But uh, the June 5th event, that was something that Bill and Jack came up with that uh, gave it a little extra oomph and mm-hmm. excitement. And... You know, everybody went through this COVID, and we're really going to try to take, uh, I don't want to say advantage of a situation, but bring some excitement 
to the fans and see what we we can uh, do with it. Um, but June 5th will be an exciting day. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting for the drivers. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be exciting for the fans. We're going to try to do uh, a little bit of uh, something. Well, let's just say not a little something different mm-hmm. for and make try to do something for the fans mm-hmm. um, and for a guy that deserves it. And uh, it's going to be an exciting day. So a lot to prepare for before then. Lots yeah. to prepare for and all good things. And so that he doesn't... June 5th going to be here before we know. We know. I know. So, um, well, tomorrow's already April 1st, you know? Right. So, so we've got two months to uh, have things in gear. No pun intended, right? Right. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, anything else that you would, you would like to add, Bill? And uh, those are two of the dates. Yeah. And we go from June 5th at Monadnock. We then travel um, to the main coast to Beechridge Motor Speedway. Well, we'll be putting on an event there. Mm-hmm. I said that right, June nineteenth. 19th. 19th. And we go from there to Riverside Motorsports Park in Groveton, New Hampshire, up on the northern reaches of New Hampshire, then back to um, Wiscasset Speedway on the coast of Maine for another 100-lap event. From there, we go to uh, Stars. That's the 31st of July at Wiscasset. Then we go back to Monadnock. Then we go to Monadnock for the 29th date. Then we travel to Claremont Speedway in Claremont, New Hampshire for a 75-lap event on September 5th. And from there, we go to Star Speedway on... Sunday the 19th of September for what now should be our closer, but we may have one other date we're looking at right now. Well, that, and where can people find out more information on this? Um, if you go to the modified racing series.com mm-hmm. on the website, we'll bring you to our webpage. All the events and stuff are listed as full schedules there with events and rosters and everything. And that's where we'll be posting any news. We will be posted to Facebook and, other social media sites too. So people so. should definitely keep an eye out for those. Yep, those channels. And they'll be, we'll be doing a lot here in the next couple of weeks. Now that we finally can make this announcement, we're gonna. Now we can let it roar a little bit. There you go. We've been kind of sitting, waiting for the big announcement. Right. So, like we said, with the August 29th event, it's going to be a special Sunday event, mm-hmm. and uh, the official name of it is uh, the Whitcomb 125, presented by Milton Cat. And a little bit of history with Milton Cat goes back to my father, um, back when uh, we had the construction business, uh, and uh, my grandfather started in 1931, uh, was Arthur Whitcomb Incorporated. We had uh, 22 companies to New Hampshire and in Vermont, mm-hmm. and uh, we bought all our cat equipment through, at that time was Jordan Milton, and now is Milton Cat. So what we're trying to do is... Uh, with the Modified Racing Series, my dad has some history with Jack Bateman back when he ran the uh, Modified Tour Series, uh, back when he ran a lot of the Whitcomb 100s. Um, we're bringing it to the Modified Racing Series for the history there. We're bringing it to Monadnock Speedway because that's where my dad started. And then we're bringing in the history of my father with the construction business um, with Milton Cat. So it's got a lot of history. It's... Uh, so it should create a lot of excitement. I know Milton Cat's excited about it. I know they got a lot of ideas and and uh, want to showcase some of their equipment. And uh, 
it should be a really exciting summer. Definitely sounds like it. So we know where to find Bill. And so where where can people kind of get in touch with you if they have um, more questions? Well, Kate, as you and I have been working, we're working on some new website stuff. We are working on that. GW Promotional Group. Um, really excited about that. And uh, it uh, you can get it at, uh, I can't really say that they can go there yet because we don't have it up and running. That's okay. You have an uh, email or? Well, yeah, they can go right now. They can go to jegcorp uh, at gmail.com. Uh, they can send me any information that they want on uh, on GW Promotional Group, and uh, they can reach us through that. And then by I'd say by the first part of May or middle mm-hmm. of May, they can be able to go to a GW Promotional Group uh, website mm-hmm. and get any information on the modified series. We'll have a whole lot of website information yeah, there and creative market media. Yeah, and uh, also with we will also have uh, our designer. Uh, who's designing all these great logos and paraphernalia that we have with uh, with Rachel and Kristen? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 come together in, quickly in a short time. I, I will say because Greg hasn't seen any of the website yet, so it's <laughs> I can only say from from me, but it is pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. We're gonna have yeah. a lot of great fun pack stuff in there. We've got the podcast in there. We've got videos. We've got everything we're gonna a be putting in there. Of the racing, exactly. So yeah. Um, yeah. so I. It, going to have all this information on there and i'm so glad bill that you were able to join on and greg thank you so much for joining on and providing such a thank you kate deep history of why all this has come together for both of you because this is really you really can't put this in any other format other than a conversation and i I really think everybody should you know stay tuned because there'll be some more exciting there will be there will be so with that i i appreciate and thank you to both thank you thank you Thank you.